Uh, good to have you here. We'll continue the healthcare conversation as we go throughout the morning. Lots of texts coming in, so I'll deal with some of those here in just a few moments. I did want to take a moment and just talk about affordability. That's also another great big plank on uh, on both parties' election uh, platforms. But that's the same conversation that's going on right across the country. How can you afford to, to buy certain things? But also, what kind of a financial position are we in? There is a new report uh, out of uh, uh, CMHC, the Canada Mortgage Housing Corporation, that says that Canada is drowning in more debt than any other G7 country, and the escalated cost of mortgage borrowing is uh, really being being blamed for a lot of that. Uh, 75% of Canadian household debt comes from mortgages. And then there are other debts, too, that, that just crank up the amount that we owe. So... Does it mean that we have to get interest rates down again in order for that to happen, or is it? How do you how do you address that debt level, or is it is it really that scary these days to carry a whole bunch of debt? Depends on who you talk to. But we're gonna have a chat with Josh Tag this morning, who's a mortgage broker, uh, mortgages for less at Axiom Mortgage Solutions is who he works for. Josh, good to have you here this morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Daryl. You know that I'm going to be a cynic and go, hey, if you're doing mortgage broker, you're going, no, mortgages aren't the problem. Buy more. Folks, come on down. <laughs> what, what, what in reality is your view of, of the debt load situation for people, especially in the mortgage world? It's, it's a little tough for some families and some individuals. It, it, it absolutely is, Daryl. I've been thinking about what I would uh, share with you about this today because I did see the same report. Of course, mm-hmm. 75% of all of the debt in Canada is mortgage-related. But then I step back and I, I look at Canadian housing and you know there is no such thing as a Canadian housing market there are markets within Canada and I do agree that it is problematic in some of the areas that lower or central Canada they like to call it right southern Ontario Mm -hmm. the lower mainland Vancouver areas where where house prices are so insane but uh, here in Edmonton we are really in a bastion of affordability it's one of the most affordable housing markets in the developed world um, and so while it is problematic to have so much debt, I, I don't see it being the same problem as far as being 75% household right here in Edmonton. Do you consider a different debt, mortgage debt versus, say, consumer debt, uh, loans for vehicles, for, for toys, or for just racking up credit card debt, that kind of stuff? Do you consider them to be different tiers of debt? I absolutely do. And the reason is, you know, when we're talking about consumer debt, like the vehicles or just the credit card debt, we are talking about assets that do actually depreciate over time, that don't have the enduring, the the lasting endurability that we see in real estate. So we see higher interest rates usually, although in cars, you know, fudged up a bit by having extra costs for the actual vehicle. Mm -hmm. But with, with mortgages, we have to, we have to be housed somewhere and somehow. So I like to step back and compare the cost of owning a home with a mortgage to what the cost and the instability would be of doing the same thing as a renter over time. Uh, how hard is it to get a mortgage these days with uh, higher interest rates? Does that mean the threshold for what you can do? Uh, there are also some creative ideas to, I wouldn't say get around the rules, but to get around some of the restrictions. You know what, um, of course, people are qualifying for less than they would have been a year or so ago when interest rates were lower. Um, what we found back then here in Edmonton is somebody could qualify to spend close to five times what their annual income was. Mm-hmm. And now that number is closer to four times. So it has deteriorated about 15, maybe upwards of 20 percent. Um, there is some creative options, of course, Daryl, but that does require more than 20 percent down. 
Um, and, you know, I, I deal mostly with first-time home buyers, so that's not really a reality for most of yeah. them. So really, we're just seeing about 15% less uh, from a qualifying perspective. But, you know, over the last year, we've also seen home values in Edmonton, although they are now finally trending up again, they are still down around 5% from a year ago. So that, that offsets it a little bit. Is this just like everything else in our society, that it's a constant inflationary climb? Or at some point, uh, does it level out? Uh, you know, at what point does, uh, do people are unable to afford some of these prices anymore? I, it may be affordable compared to other parts of the country, but it's still a huge chunk of change to get into a, a decent-sized house. And it, it absolutely is. Of course, I speak with people in Edmonton every day about this, right? And uh, I'm, I'm actually grateful that I'm not speaking to people in Ontario about mm-hmm. the same topic. So it is, yes, more affordable, but also true. Everybody is feeling and experiencing the pain of it being, you know, a big portion of the income. You know, there still is that Canadian dream of home ownership alive here in Edmonton. Um, that, that, that dream's rapidly disappearing or has already disappeared in, in many parts of the country. But it's, it's still a lot of money, and that's, that's still a real struggle. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Josh, thanks so much for your time this morning. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Carol. All right, Josh Tags, a local mortgage broker, uh, Axiom Mortgage Solutions. So good to have him on. Yeah, there is a different level. One one does give back. So even if you are uh, heavily in debt because of your mortgage, at least you hope or or know that your your home should hold its value. What happens though if you end up with a great big bubble? And I think that could happen in a Vancouver or Toronto where everything has been so overheated. We seem to be pretty stable here. Maybe you won't make as much money as you would have a few years ago in Edmonton, but you shouldn't lose too much. Of course, it depends what you buy. depends on where you buy. Are you in a condo? Is it a building? There, there are lots of elements here, but at least it, uh, at least you have something that you're hoping is not going to lose its value over a little while. And that's a big difference from some of the other levels of debt. But yeah, that's an awful lot, a lot of cash that people are, are, uh, are in debt for.